Hi, I'm Marietta Del Vecchio and welcome to another episode of the Silver Bullet Podcast. This podcast is about lessons learned in running a business with a strong focus on startup founders and CEOs. We'll uncover what gaps these disruptors have identified in the market, what they're doing differently to their competitors, and of course, to find out their silver bullet for business success. On today's episode of the Silver Bullet Podcast, I'm chatting with Rowan Wild the co-founder of HelpPay, a world-first social impact fintech in payments that helps people struggling to pay their bills. During the podcast, we chat about how the realisation that buying a mate a case of beer was easier than helping them pay for their electricity bill led to founding HelpPay, the loophole that can earn you more frequent flyer points, and Rowan's number one piece of advice to budding entrepreneurs. Rowan, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thanks very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So why don't you start by telling us about HelpPay? What do you guys do? HelpPay is an Australian business. We believe it's a first of its kind globally. And simply put, we make helping easier. We enable anyone in Australia uh, to grab their BPay bill and enter four, start an account and enter four pieces of data about that bill the BPAY code, the bill of reference number, how much is owed and when it's due, and turn that bill into a link. Um, That link can then be shared uh, on any platform that enables sharing everything from SMS and email through to chat apps and social media. And anyone with access to that link can then uh, help pay some or all of that bill. And uniquely, unlike other peer-to-peer bill sharing or money transferring or other crowdsourcing uh, platforms out there like GoFundMe, uniquely what HelpPay does is using those BPay details that the person entered, send the money directly to the company. So the person asking for help is doing it with trust and confidence and the person providing help knows exactly where their money is going because they're giving for a purpose. We also enable businesses to sign up on our partnership plans um, to make their bills one-click shareable, uh, which starts to normalise and destigmatize help and uh, helps them prevent debt from starting as opposed to focusing just on debt collection. That's really fascinating. So it kind of removes that uh, any doubt in anyone's mind, well, I don't want to give this person, help them, give them cash because I don't know what they're going to do with it. You've really solved that problem, haven't you? It just goes straight to being deducted off the bill. You know, when we were doing the research to start this company uh, back in 2020, 2021, and we did more research in 2022, the stories we kept hearing from people anecdotally, uh, and then the research backed it up. You know, oh, I gave my my niece or nephew $200 for the gas bill. And the next time I saw them, they had a haircut and a new pair of shoes, but they still needed $200 for the gas bill. And Mm -hmm. they were just hoping the kind uncle or mum or dad or friends would come to the rescue. Now, look, not everyone is mischievous, but... We know that, um, you know, the number one reason why people who have the ability to give help don't give help is that they don't necessarily trust where the money is going. Um, and we've, we've solved that problem. And as part of our really customer-focused and data-led approach, we wanted to make sure we solved the biggest inhibitors to giving help, which was that trust aspect. Where did the idea come from? Uh, like a lot of really great Australian businesses, um, it we were sitting around a table after a barbecue uh, with some friends and family and, you know, there, there might have been a, a glass of rosé involved. Um, but, you know, essentially everyone around the table at some point during the night was like, oh, I know this person 
doing it tough or, you know, my uncle, this or that, or my friend or job loss or someone had gotten sick, that kind of thing. And like every single, more than the stories of what people needed, you know, what was going on in people's lives, it was the response from everyone else around the table. Oh, that's terrible. What can I do to help? What can I do to help? What do they need? How can I help? Um, And it was in that moment we realized that no one around the table had a link that they could share to make helping really easy. Um, That passion to do something was genuine, but the ability to follow up on it and follow through on it was really difficult. Um, And then also it was sort of oddly, I wouldn't call it ironic, but it was very odd that it was much easier for us to collectively get on our phones and send someone an alcohol delivery around to that person's house than do something meaningful with that same amount of money. So I could send 50 bucks worth of, you know, Shiraz or, you know, six pack around to a friend's house, be like, ah, chin up, mate, you'll be right. But they're going to wake up tomorrow with a hangover and still need that 50 bucks for the gas bill. So what if you just repurpose that same money that I would give to help um, instead of something really temporary, maybe keep the lights on for a month and keep the kids fed in the warm, in the, in the warm baths? This is genius, I've got to say, because my dad uh, used to refuse any help whatsoever. And so when I used to go to his house, Sometimes I would just see a bill on his desk on, or on his kitchen table and I yeah. would just open it up and sneaky B pay it because he just would not. <laughs> You're a good daughter. Not, You're a great daughter. <laughs> he would not accept any help and he wouldn't accept, you know, money. He'd be like, no, 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 fine, 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 fine. So I would do sneaky things like that and yeah. I wanted, I, I really would have wanted to do that on, on the more regular if I could, you know, knew the timings of his bills and things like that. Um, yeah. And this really makes that possible. So I'm curious to know who is your main customer base and how does it work from a, on a practical level for customers to use your platform? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I might just quickly start with we thought there'd be more resistance to people asking for help or giving help. What we found is that those sort of social stigmas are evolving um, there's a, a fantastic podcast, and I hope you don't mind me mentioning this episode, from A16Z back in December 2020 um, called The Holy Grail of Social and Fintech. And it talks about the evolving nature of Gen Z and Gen Y and their relationship between what they share online or willingly share between small groups of friends and things that were previously taboo. So, you know, that kind of explainer bragging, oh, I've just donated $50 to this or I've just given $50, that, that's fairly commonplace. And now people are starting to share things like student debt or can you help me with this bill or, hey, life sucks, lost my job in big redundancy. Can you guys just spot me some cash for a couple of weeks and help me through? Um, how it works practically for on our, on our platform and what our users have told us is there is that moment of sort of having to swallow your pride maybe or just going, hey, things are tough. But what we know is that Friends and family are incredibly understanding. They're incredibly mature about this thing. They don't judge. Um, they, by and large, they're there to help. And we know that um, our research has told us, and we've seen through usage and data usage over the last fourteen months, that about eighty-one percent of people, family and friend, when they're asked by family and friends to help pay a bill, um, they're more than happy to do it, and they do contribute in some way towards that bill. And I think that's the really key thing is when they are asked and that ask has to be easy, it has to be transparent and it has to be trusted. And that single link, that little magical link that Help Pay has really solves that. Um, We've helped uh, women get out of domestic violence situations. We've had 
Um, and there's specific features in our app for people to not be found if they don't want to be. Um, we've had people who have uh, donated or given money to friends anonymously because while they really care about their friend, it's a bit awkward. They feel awkward giving, so they that anonymous feature really helps them. Um, we've seen businesses uh, just before Christmas, a wonderful business that I was talking to, loved what I was doing or what, what we're doing at HelpPay, um, and just chose that morning while I was talking to them in a workshop to find someone's bill and just you know pay their rent so they weren't going to get kicked out of home just before Christmas. Wow. On our on our help pay payment page uh, on on Facebook, a help a helping group we've established for people who don't have a network to ask for help. The majority of people we see asking are women. They're mainly working women with kids. Um, something's going on. They're looking after their parents. They don't have a partner anymore. Something's happening, and we see that about ninety nine percent of the people that help through that group are women, who are just sort of paying it forward while paying it backward. If that makes sense, because they were once that person who needed that that woman with kids who needed help. And it's a really lovely and amazing heartfelt uh, heartfelt group. Yeah, that's incredibly touching that so many people are willing to help strangers in that way. So there is a there is a lot of stranger interaction on your platform. It's not necessarily uh, people asking for help from family and friends. It's a it's a really it's a really good mix, and it, it ebbs and flows. And some days it's really kind hearted strangers, and some days it's just you know mates helping out mates and and mum and dad coming to the rescue. What we do see a lot of as well is, you know, mum will be in Perth and the kids will be spread out around Australia, and mum's getting old, so she you know puts the bill. You know, maybe needs a bit of help. Maybe Centrelink's not happening. The pension isn't coming through. Cost of living's blowing things out. So, you know, mum, it's a very easy to use app. So mum will put the bill into help pay, put the link into a group WhatsApp account for the family. And then all of the kids will just go, right, the bill's 120 bucks. There's three of us, it's $40 each. Let's just pay it. And the beautiful thing is, is that mum in, you know, in Perth, for example, doesn't have to wait for the money to drip into her bank account and then keep checking the bank account and then double check that it's there and then send it all off in one hit. Every time that $40 comes in from each of her kids, it just goes straight to the company. And that's that's a really big benefit. And this is why businesses are embracing us as well. So this is the other component of how people are embracing or the embracing of the platform. You know, businesses work on, and I've, you know, I worked for, you know, health insurers and energy companies for a decade. So I, I've seen the other side of this. Businesses work on hard signals. You know, I join the company, boom, trigger a welcome pack, trigger a welcome email. We we've all we all get them. Welcome to XYZ energy company or whatever. Um, and on the other side of that, when you don't pay your bill, they also work on that hard signal. We expected payment yesterday. It didn't come. Trigger SMSs, trigger emails, trigger phone calls, big trigger, big, scary red letters going, you need to pay overdue. That's really impactful for the people that receive it, especially if you know you can't pay. Um, and businesses are now starting to look at the social impact they have. You know, we're starting to see this turning point now. You're seeing a lot of companies talking about how they're cleaning up maybe the environmental damage they or impact that they have. And we're now starting to, you know, with their clean carbon messaging, what we're now seeing is companies starting to talk about and think about an action. Well, how can we have a how can we have a better impact on the mental and physical health of the communities that we touch and the people that we um, that we're people that we serve? And you know, debt prevention is a huge, huge turning point as opposed to, you know, debt collection. Because debt collection is a hard trigger, uh, but debt prevention is that is that softer trigger of I haven't told you I'm in trouble, but I don't really want to tell you. 
So what can companies do knowing that some of their bills every month are going to be unpaid? And that's why they're embracing help pay. What's the feedback been like from customers? Um, you mentioned that you've helped some women get out of domestic violence situations. I'm interested to hear more stories like that if you happen to have any anecdotes. Yeah, absolutely. We Look, the feedback we've received is consistently positive. It's consistently, you know, you helped me get out of a bind. You, you facilitated um, uh, you know, help and trust when I'd lost all help and trust with my family. You know, some people have had interesting paths in lives, but they still need help. And maybe they've, um, uh, you know, broken those levels of trust in the past. Um, uh, but, you know, when, we, when you can use a platform where the money goes straight through to the provider and it can't go to a bank account, so it can't be gambled away or drunk away or other things away, um, that really rebuilds trust in, a, say, a, a child, an adult child and parent relationship or between siblings who, you know, love is one of those really unbreakable things generally. Trust is more breakable than love is. And if you can give someone that platform where they can trust that they're giving, um, they, they're able to facilitate. Uh, we've had other, and again, in, in, the, in the Facebook group, you know, you, you have women in tears just going, thank you so much. I was going to have to choose between um, basically heating or eating. I would have to choose between keeping the hot water on or keeping the internet on. Um, and my kids, you know, need the internet for school, but I, I, it's too embarrassing to tell them they can't have a hot bath tonight. Um, just the, the comments in there and the, and the love that's expressed between those people is just both it's just incredibly rewarding to see and, and really, you know, it's very, um, it's great to be able to facilitate and, and help these people when they need it in those moments. We have also had one guy who wrote to us one day and said, uh, thank you, I didn't have to get off the couch. And we said, oh, sorry, what do you mean? Um, he was just really hung over and his wife was at the front of the house and he was at the back of the house and um, his wife had found a speeding fine that he'd got that he needed to pay. So she put the bill into help pay and sent it to him at the back of the house and he paid it so he didn't have to. He was very thankful that we helped him get through his hangover. So. <laughs> Couldn't she just, just send a photo of the BPAY details at the bottom of the fine? All, all, all sorts of things could have been done, right? But I guess this is the, the beautiful thing of what happens when you make something incredibly easy. She maybe, maybe you know, I don't know, she just chose to put it into help pay and then SMS the link to her husband at the back of the house and oh, that's gosh. how she chose okay. to pay it. But she didn't She didn't crowdsource anybody to try and pay for no, his... No, 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 no. She <laughs> okay. just sent it to her husband at the back of the house. All right, all right, we can like, let that yep, pass. That's me, that's me, that's me. That, I'm an idiot. I, so I was speeding, I'll, I'll pay the fine. Sorry, wife. Oh, that's funny. There's always alternative uses, isn't there? It's not quite the plan you had for your platform, but it's found a, well, it's found is, a place. It's found a niche and this is the thing. We find people sometimes paying their own bills because through us you get credit card points, right? So if you get an ATO, an ATO bill, um, pay it through us and you'll get credit card points. We know some people who use like Vanguard online trading platform. Now Vanguard, as when you go buy ETFs or shares through their trading platform, gives you a BPAY code. Whack your BPAY code into help pay, create a bill for yourself, pay that money off with your you know, Qantas points or Velocity points or whatever it is earning credit card, the money will appear in your Vanguard account in a few days, but you get credit card points on that money going into your share, share trading account. Are you saying that if I pay a bill, if I pay a fine through Service New South Wales with a credit card, I will not get any points? Essential services companies uh, typically do not 
unless they have a special relationship with a, a frequent flyer program, uh, do not earn you um, credit card points. I did not know that. You have to double check per company. So um, uh, some some will have, you know, some insurers and some energy companies, for example, have special relationships. But yeah, it depends. Um, if you check the terms and conditions of your credit card, and again, I want to be really clear for you and your listeners, depends on company, depends on your credit card type. Um, uh, sometimes what's considered an essential bill or essential service or fines, those sorts of things, don't count uh, as earning credit card, or, you know, your credit card points. Yeah, right. But you, but you get them through help pay. Interesting. <laughs> so what kind of providers are on the platform at the moment? You, you said I can pay energy bills and things like that. What else is on there? We've had customers use us to pay all sorts of bills, um, uh, police fines, um, prison bills, and electricity, gas, water, credit card, rent, mortgages. Uh, credit card usage is up 45% in the last six months, by the way. It's uh, the, um, that's the sixth most uploaded kind of bill on our platform. I don't know if you saw an article recently, it's about a month ago now in the AFR, um, that of uh, only about 47, I think it was 50, the majority of New South Wales people couldn't pay a $600 emergency um, if they tried out of savings. And so the majority of people would go to credit card or asking family and friends. I think there was a, about 11% of people said they had no idea how they'd pay it. Um, what else do we have in the system? Uh, council rates is huge. Um, car registration, basically anything. We've got over 285 brands that people have chosen to use on our system. Um, and they're, they're paying everything through it and, and getting help with everything because what's important to you to pay right now is, is different to the next person. Uh, and again, the key thing is, is that you can just trust that the money's going where it's meant to. And you wanted to mention the new provider? Uh, I do. I would love to tell you, you and your listeners about this. Uh, we have specific partner, partner uh, arrangements with energy companies so uh, and other organisations. So we have marketing agreements in place with Alinta Energy, which is a national provider of electricity and gas with 1.2 million customers. We have a marketing partnership in place with Red and Lumo Energy uh, with 1.1 million customers uh, between those two brands. And we've got some other fantastic uh, brand partners on the platform as well. But I'm really pleased to announce that Tango Energy uh, has just signed on to our uh, become a, a paid business plan uh, partner of ours. Uh, so that means they are paying us a, uh, an amount um, each month and in exchange that makes their bills transaction fee free through the Help Pay platform. Uh, it also means that they have now have access to the technology uh, to make each one of their bills shareable in a single click and every single one of their bills and inside my account or their mobile app um, could have unique help pay links. So just just that, that fantastic step forward for the industry that, um, you know, it just starts to destigmatize it. And when you're looking after someone or you're being looked after by someone or need a bit of help, when you need it, it's one click away. And we, we really thank Tango Energy for coming on board. It's an amazing partnership and we're really proud to have them on board with us as their as the inaugural uh, business plan partner that's amazing congratulations thank you very much it's it's quite a milestone for us can you give us a bit of insight into the company itself its size growth um, trends how it's how it's chugging along 
Yeah, absolutely. So we're a full-time uh, crew of four at the moment, and we have a uh, one of our co-founders, Andrew Elletts, uh, founded a digital agency called Revium uh, down here in Melbourne. Uh, and there's about 30 or 40 people in that organization, and we call on their various skills as we need them. We did look at hiring everyone that we needed uh, when we started, but what we actually realized as we developed the app was that we needed really specialist skills sort of to come in and out and, you know, dotted in and out as we went. So rather than hiring everyone ourselves, it was just more cost effective and far more efficient uh, to hire the various people as we go. Um, we've got uh, Tony Hood is our chair. He's uh, a partner with William Buck in Melbourne and our social impact advisory board is chaired by uh, John Bertrand, who uh, for uh, sports nuts out there, listeners of yours uh, would know he was the, uh, is a, an Olympic medalist and also the winner of the America's Cup, uh, taking it out of the Yanks' hands after 130 some odd years uh, back in the 1980s. So look, we are, we are absolutely delighted to have um, the, the quality of and caliber of people around us that we have. Um, usage for us has just been a hockey stick straight up. The media attention, the media coverage of Help Hey has been incredibly pleasing and, you know, really goes back to our, our mission of making helping easier. We're a social fintech with a heart and people really embrace that story. Um, users are just, again, hockey stick up. Usage, unfortunately or fortunately, is a hockey stick up. You know, we started, we were, the idea was born in COVID. We launched at the tail end of it. And uh, as we've all living through at the moment, uh, cost of living isn't making it any easier. I think uh, I saw a stat the other day that one in four Australians are currently in some kind of financial stress, uh, but sharing is caring. And we know that uh, family and friends help out when they can. Did you need to raise any capital to get help pay off the ground? We did uh, do a family and friends round at the start. We raised some capital. We raised about $2.4 million, uh, when we started. Um, and we've you know, run that, run that to business plan, completing our tech. And our next stage, we're going through a, a, a crowdsourcing capital raise at the moment. We're on the virtual platform. Um, and our next phase, our next evolution really is just more business sales to become revenue neutral as quickly as possible. And we're really encouraged. You know, the attention and the focus from uh, businesses has been really pleasing. They're now starting to accept, hey, you know, hiring more people to chase bad debt is not doesn't close the tap, doesn't doesn't change the input. We're just chasing the output harder. So um, let's, you know, let's look to help pay. Let's take up some, uh, let's take up a business plan and give it a go. Um, we're also seeing the motor, you know, the, there's a big change in regulation as well in Victoria. So your listeners may not be aware um, that the water industry recently, the, the Ombudsman, the Essential Services Commission, recently regulated that all water companies in Victoria must make it uh, easy for their customers to share their bills or nominate someone. Um, so we're really pleased to see that it's not just us talking about making sharing easier and making helping easier. The Essential Services Commission is now uh, singing from the same hymn sheet. It's fantastic. That's great. Hopefully the other states follow suit. Absolutely. What we Sometimes what we see in Victoria is that it does actually flow into uh, other states. We saw that with the uh, domestic violence protections last year in the energy company. It's in the energy vertical. So yeah, hopefully... Hopefully it overflows to, uh, no pun intended, with, being, with it being water. Um, but yeah, hopefully it overflows to other industries. I'm going to pivot a little bit now and talk about your personal story. I'm interested in your journey to becoming the co-founder of HelpPay because your background isn't in fintech or social impact. <laughs> 
No, it's not. Um, I have a background in, uh, but I do have a background in startup land where I was with uh, you know, Eureka Report and Business Spectator who were very much, well, Eureka Report was established for a little while at that point and Business Spectator started when I was there. So that was amazing and very exciting being a part of that growth story. Um, and then I pivoted to probably the opposite end of a startup, which is uh, to look after the digital marketing for Medibank's insurance portfolio. And, um, and then on to uh, six years with Snowy Hydro's electricity brands, Red, Lumo Energy and Direct Connect. I guess what I'd say about my career, despite the titles and the companies I've worked for, it's always been about focusing on what's better and easier and right for the customer. I remember having a lot of conversations and discussions with the marketing and you know, other teams in Medibank about you know, customers' health journeys and how can we make that easier and better and how can we make information when you're in that pivotal moment and you, you come out of a doctor's office and you go to Google and you, you know, you've, you've just been told, oh, you need to eat more apples or something like that or you know, how could we make the information that you needed in that moment when it was just you and your phone uh, easier? because you were looking for help, you wanted information, right? And so um, my, my whole career has been about just figuring out what the customer really needs in that moment when they don't necessarily want to tell anyone, but they're looking for something they can trust and try to deliver a really easy and seamless and trusted solution. And we saw that, um, I did the same thing at um, uh, Red and Lumo as well, led the team there to really think about it's very easy in digital to think of people as ones and zeros, you know, their clicks and bounce rates and all this kind of nonsense. It's someone, someone's journey, someone's looking for information, someone needs information they can trust. And that's always been my focus. So when the opportunity came along uh, to get on board with help pay, uh, it just, it just clicked because it made everything, it made all the hard bits of business, you know, found, it found the cracks through the hard bits of business. As I talked about hard triggers before, um, it, it took the sort of the, oh yeah, actually someone probably would go to their mum before they called an energy company to say, hey, I'm, I've lost my job and I need a bit of help. Actually, yes, yeah, someone probably would go to their, offer their brother or their sister a bit of help if they knew they were in trouble before they wanted their sister or their brother to fall behind with their water company. You know, just intuitively made sense and I, I couldn't resist the opportunity. It was a, I fully admit it was a heart and head moments and it was a moment I definitely talked about with my wife and said, hey, I'm going to leave corporate and do this. And uh, she's been fantastic. She just said, you know, go do it. Uh, it's, it's what you want to do. It makes a lot of sense. How could, you, how could you pass this opportunity up? You'd regret it. Can you pinpoint any particular lessons or skills from throughout your career or earlier on in your career that you draw on regularly now in this role? Absolutely. I really just remember that on the other end of the phone or by the time a bill is in our system i really think about what a customer has done or felt or thought or needed to to get through to get to that moment um very similar you know very similar things happen in say um, insurance where by the time someone's ringing there's been an accident something else has already has preceded that moment or you know insurance someone has received an upset an upsetting diagnosis or you know, something like that. So by the time they get to us, there's that real empathy moment and we draw on that a lot of the time. Um, and it's not just from the customer side as well. Like I, I definitely draw on my experiences thinking about processes and setting up business cases and 
um, those sorts of things inside uh, insurers and energy companies uh, for for how how the people that we're selling to inside businesses is going to get this signed off. How are they going to position it? How are they going to talk to their boss or their boss's boss about help pay? Because what we're asking companies to do in that respect is really innovate and think about something that they've probably never really thought about innovating before. And having worked at a fairly you know innovative edge most of my career and getting things sold in and bought by my managers to, to a, a allow those things to be done, those innovative th uh, solutions to be put in place. I absolutely draw on that a lot. Has the journey been harder or easier than expected, the startup co-founder journey? <laughs> I'm going to cop out a little bit here and say at times it's been harder and at times it's been easier. Um, it's it's Overall, it's a really rewarding journey. It's a really incredible journey it's a journey i think anyone should go on um people should run their own business they should understand what it's like they should give it a try they should have those fantastic meetings those really high highs and they should have those sleepless nights where they where they wonder why you know it's a slow week it's it's been a fantastic journey so far and uh, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it advice for budding startup founders really know your audience um, make sure your solution really is what is the solution that your audience is looking for um, and make sure that you, you think you know it's an audience uh, and a solution that um, is worth paying for. Um, the, the last thing I'd say is if you're, if you're really innovating something, no one is more passionate about your business than you are. No one is more passionate about your solution than you are and you have to be your own evangelist you have to keep banging that drum you have to you know create the tribe you have to go get the followers so um talk wide talk far talk loud talk frequently and keep going because some weeks it's going to be slow and some weeks you're going to be more busy than you know what to do with but it's uh it's a really rewarding experience great advice final question rowan what's your silver bullet for business success our silver bullet at help pay is is honestly our why it's 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 that mission it's that social heart well while making commercial sense it's that just truth just make something easier and more of it will happen um, and i'd say that's really true in business as well make the story easier for your boss to understand or your partner to understand or your customer to understand or your consumer to understand and sometimes customer and consumer are two different things um, really understand that make sure that what you are, you know, make sure that what you are doing um, really solves problems for people um, and you, you can't go wrong. Amazing. Thank you for your time, Rowan. Really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate your time.